0: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast, uh, we're going to talk about the teachings of famous philosopher Epictetus. If you don't know who Epictetus is, and wondering why are we talking about a philosopher, uh, it will make total sense once we get into the episode regarding your thinking and mental health. And as usual, we're giving away all kinds of free stuff, so stay tuned.
1: Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright.
0: What is going on, my friends? It is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we're back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Dave, where the hell are you? We are. (laughs) we're, We're christening... As you can see, we're christening the new studio. We're sure. in Southfield. Yes, the podcast Detroit Southfield Studios. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're 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 christening the new digs.
1: Yes, we are. Uh, yeah, Jamie um, and I kind of beat you to this because when we first got here, we kind of did this already. Did you did you do a saw...
0: did you do a man cave here? Uh, we have not done a man cave. Oh, here yet. okay. Well, we there you done. go. Yeah. So soon. 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 So my show beat your show then. It did, it did. <laughs> but yeah, but, but on a side note, yeah, uh, hop into the man cave happy hour too. Um, oh, thank you. That's, that. that's Matt, Matt and Jamie's podcast, um, talking about all things spirits and you got it. good stuff. Everything. We're, we're christening Skibar. the christening the new digs with some Rittenhouse. Yep. Sorry, Jamie is my friend. Jamie, we're drinking your we're drinking your <laughs> bourbon, buddy.
1: I'll Jamie's replace like, it. I'll replace them. it. I promise.
0: <laughs> Jamie's like, what the, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so yeah, folks, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, uh, first time in the new digs. Very nice, great sound in here. I know I said that when I when yeah. when Matt and I walked in. It, it's it's that's like just eerie silence. Yeah, like no yeah. ambient noise whatsoever. Nope. Which which is what you want for a podcast. That's correct. <laughs> it's, that's what you want for a studio. So awesome. Uh, that's Matt Fox with me as you. Everyone may or may not know if it's your first time listening. Matt Fox handles all my good stuff. My electronic oh, my, that good stuff my oh, yeah. computer and uh, yeah. sound and you know. I just I just sit back and push buttons. And, and he did he did pour me a drink, so you can handle that as well. It's a healthy pour. Absolutely. <laughs> so let me tell you folks where you can find me. My website is motorcityhypnotist.com. Uh, on the website is all kinds of cool stuff, including my podcast page where you can get all of the episodes going back to number one. Um, You can find me on social media, on Facebook and YouTube, which are both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter and Instagram, which are both Motor City Hypno. H-Y-P-N-O. H-Y-P-N-O. Yes. And as usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide that's always available on every show. Uh, Again, that's just a a PDF that I put together uh, in case you want to just read up. Uh, It's a page and a half of information regarding what hypnosis is and is not and and that's it's always available but i just like to to give out that information in case somebody's listening for the first time and they're like well, well you know your your podcast is called the Hip, Hip, motor city hypnotist podcast but you don't talk about hypnosis a lot well you do hypnosis well we do a lot yeah but it, it, it but it all ties in and, and that that pdf will give you some insight too as far as is really the whole purpose of hypnosis to change thinking mm-hmm which changes behavior, and we talk a lot about changing behavior on the show and yep. thinking. Yep. So uh, it all it all hooks in. Yes, it
1: does.
0: And even if it doesn't totally, yeah, it's my <laughs> show. That, so what does that top
1: ten list have to do with
0: anything? It's because it's because fun. it's fun. <laughs> because yeah, because I I like it, and um, it's that, my that's my show. Why we do it, and it's your show. You could do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> yeah, we could we could have juggling monkeys if we want. I mean. If I could find some, that would be awesome. Have you ever
1: smelled juggling monkeys? <laughs> yeah, it
0: depends on what they're juggling.
1: <laughs> wow, uh, that escalated quickly. Yeah, I mean, it really got out of hand. <gasps> <gasps> oh, great Odin's raven.
0: So um, today's show, let me tell you what today's show is, is brought to you by. <laughs> on that note, on as far as monkeys throwing things. jeez. Oh, uh, Uh, This episode is brought to you by the Motor City Hypnosis Academy. Uh, Earn your hypnosis certification in my live training, which is happening next month, August 26th to the 30th, 2021. So it's just a month and a half away or so, and it's happening here in the Detroit area, actually closer to Metro Airport. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're interested, if you've always wanted to learn hypnosis, now is your chance. This five-day course you will leave with a certification as a hypnotist. You'll be a certified hypnotist. You, at that point, will be able to see clients. Uh, if you want to use it for entertainment, we'll get into a little bit of that in the training as well. But if you've ever wanted to be certified as a hypnotist, now's the time. Uh, the training is live. It's in person, which is the really the best way. And, and, and I want to hit on this real quickly, that there are a lot of... Uh, a lot of advertisements, a lot of ads, a lot of stuff out there online. I mean, you could pretty much do almost everything online. I mean, shoot, people have been doing school and medical appointments, therapy appointments. I've been, we've been telehealth for, you know, a year, over a year and a half now almost. The thing with hypnosis is it, you, it's, it's feasible to do this online, but it's not the best way to learn it because you need to practice. When you're learning, you need to practice on real people in real situations. It would be like a doctor practicing surgery on a simulator. <laughs> you're, you're it's It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing as doing it in person. So this training includes real life practice with actual people, actual volunteers, and uh, I will walk you through all that um if If you've ever considered it and part of you thinks, well, you know i, I don't I don't have any experience with this I've I, I''ve I don't have a degree or I don't have any mental health experience. You don't need to be, you don't have to have a degree. You don't have to have any prior experience to be certified as a hypnotist. So, if, if you, if this is, if this is something you want to do, use it as a, uh, maybe a second side hustle. Maybe you want to do something different as far as a career goes. Um, this training is what you need. So, um, that link to the training site will be in the show notes. Uh, Jump in, because there are only 10 spots available, and uh, when the 10 spots are done, they're gone. And the, the reason being is it's, it's much easier to teach a very small group, especially with hands-on practice with people. Yes. So any more than that, it's just, it's just too much. And I, I want you to, when you leave this training, you're going to be completely and totally confident in what you're doing, and yes. that's the whole purpose of the training. Thank you for that. Absolutely uh you uh, our good friend alan stepped in alan yeah, how's it yeah. going alan he said happy friday gents happy thank friday you. alan
1: thank you for what you're doing drink up and have a great weekend absolutely you too alan
0: and the, the fuck are you doing <laughs> he's not drinking it's always up. for alan yes <laughs> thanks for checking in alan we appreciate you <clears throat> so yes uh if you're interested uh go to the show notes Click on the link. It will take you right to the information page regarding that class, and um, it's all right there. If you have any questions, my contact information is also on that page, mm-hmm. uh, on that web page. So uh, join me. I'd love to have you. We're going to have a good time. In addition to the training, which occurs every day from 9 to 5, it's an eight-hour-a-day training, um, probably probably eight hours minus lunch. Let's say 9 to 6 every day. Um you know, it's it's at a hotel, so uh, if you're coming, you can come from out of town and stay in the hotel, which was what many people do for trainings. Mm-hmm. Um, every day we're going to be having dinner together as a group, so you get to know one another and and start networking right off the bat. Right. I will be hanging out so we can talk casual. If you have questions or um, yeah, it's just going to be it's it's, it's you're going to leave as a certified hypnotist, and we're going to have fun, yeah. which is the most important one of the most important things. Correct. So, yeah, check that out. Is it, it is time. Is it? It is. All right. Yay.
1: <laughs> That's how winning is done.
0: Fantastic. All righty. Here we go. Um, winner of the week. So, a, um, I, I, I'm, I'll just read you the headline and we can go into the story. Mm-hmm. A cop runs into an explosive house fire to rescue a disabled woman, body cam video shows. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Fire officials said multiple explosions were caused by oxygen tanks bursting in the fire. Oh, boy. A Tennessee police officer ran into a burning home last week to rescue a disabled woman as fiery explosions rocked the house. The body-worn camera of Corporal Alan Irvin of the Columbia Police Department recorded an explosive ball of fire coming from the home after he arrived and jumped out of his patrol vehicle. My goodness. The incident occurred just before 8.30 a.m. on Friday in the Riverside neighborhood, police said. Irvin, without hesitation, can be seen rushing towards the blaze. Upon reaching the house, Irvin runs into several people outside who appear to point toward the front door of the engulfed home. (laughs) Okay. The, what, uh, I'll leave the link to the story because I mentioned body cam video. You can see. This, yeah, it's, it's see pretty it? crazy. Yeah, oh my goodness. yeah okay. it's crazy. The department said it stopped Irvin's body cam before he's seen entering the home. So okay. you see him running up to it. Yes. Uh, due to the condition of the rescued woman and its graphic nature. Oh, OK. Police confirmed that Irvin ran into the home, found the disabled woman and carried her to safety. As a police officer, the first thing you think of is the preservation of life, and fortunately, we, we were able to do that, Irvin told the Columbia Daily Herald. We know the risks we take when we go out there. You just have to react and use your best judgment. Uh, while the cause of the fire was being investigated, Columbia fire, Columbia fire and Rescue said that the multiple explosions heard throughout the neighborhood were from the oxygen tanks bursting in the blaze. Mm. Neighbors told WKRN-TV that the thir- 37-year-old woman who was non-communicative— lived at the home with her mother and father. Her parents were able to escape the inferno but could not get back inside when the explosion started. Wow. The rescued woman remains uh, under critical care at Vanderbilt Hospital for Mm -hmm. burns and smoke inhalation, police said. Right. Um, Yeah, Irvin and other first responders did not suffer any injuries. So, yeah. I mean, you you assume that cops and firefighters are trained to do these, to to handle emergencies and to do things that... Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, when it comes to really doing it, it's instinct. It's it's yeah. It's it's just like built in. This guy, he, he I'm sure he didn't think twice. He just went, Did. saved her, got out. That's all. About, that's amazing. Well, well what, it, that's why they
1: have to protect and serve on the side of their vehicles. Yeah. Right. Absolutely.
0: Wow, so I, I mean, amazing. it's it's just a great story. Yeah. I, I, I sometimes these things might be. Taken for granted, like, well, oh, he's a cop, that's what he's supposed to do. Or Ooh. they're a firefighter, it's what they're supposed to do. But I don't know. No. I don't know if I'd have the balls to run into a burning house.
1: You know, it depends on the situation for me. Depends on who's in the house.
0: Well, and, and it's one of those situations I don't think you you ever know unless it really happens. Correct. It's like it's hard to it's hard to hypothesize something like that. We just that. talked about that in the last couple episodes. We did so fight or flight. Yeah, right? fight or flight. Absolutely. Yep. yep. So Great story. I just thought it was cool. So uh, Alan Irvin, Captain Corporal. Corporal. Corporal, Corporal Alan Irvin, winner of the week for sure. That's how winning is done. Yes, it is. That's great. That's awesome. Thank
1: you for sharing. Absolutely. And that'll be in the show notes, the video and everything. Yeah,
0: video video link will be in the show notes and the story, the story with the video will be in the show notes. Awesome. Yeah. So, Epic so Epictetus? we're talking about Epic the philosopher Epictetus. So, so, as I mentioned in the in the intro, so what does this have to do with anything? Right. He's a philosopher. It's not this is not a philosophy podcast. No. I mean, I guess we could do that. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you can do a podcast about anything. But um so and you'll you'll understand as we get more into this. So so the first time I think we mentioned Epictetus was way back and I don't remember specifically which podcast it was, but I was talking about uh a Darren Brown special. Okay. Um it was on Netflix. Darren Brown is a well-known in in the in hypnosis field and the mentalism field. He's mm-hmm. a well-known entertainer. Um um, in fact, he does he, you know he was in New York before the pandemic. he did a show in new york okay um, so so he's well known for doing stage shows, and his shows are a lot a mix of a lot of things, a mix of like uh, mentalism, hypnosis, magic, so it's kind of like this, very interesting and he, and he's got a bunch of specials, and I don't know if you've ever seen any of them, Matt, but a lot of his specials deal with like what the human mind, like what can we make people do? Like one of his specials is can I can we convince somebody to push someone off a building? Oh my goodness. Of course it's all controlled and it's all right safe. Like it's it it's 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 not real to the actors, but to the person that's going through the experiment, they believe it's real. I see a T. I am seeing a T. <laughs> I, I see a T. <laughs> yeah. Well and, and it's funny because he did this in, in Long story short, I'm going off on a tangent on Darren Brown, but his shows are fantastic. So the show I'm referring to is is called Miracle, where he debunks faith healers. Oh my goodness! And he shows, you know, in in this state, it's it's a it's a recorded show like like it would be like a live comedy show. You're healed. Yeah, and he does this. Yeah. He he shows these techniques and and he, and, and how they work. But one of the big things in there that he said he used a quote from Epictetus, and I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have the exact quote from Darren Brown what he said. But he said, "If you, if you, Epictetus states, paraphrase that if you just forget about everything that's beyond your control, okay, just whatever happens out there, things that you don't have control of, if you if you just forget about it and just push it aside, Mm -hmm. you're automatically happier, huh? It's it's just." You, you're only focused on yourself, your own actions, and your own thoughts. Okay. So you just put your blinders on
1: and don't worry about the outside influences? I don't know if it's not necessarily you don't worry about them,
0: but realizing that you don't have control to change oh, them. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, you can't change and, somebody's mind on that. Okay.
0: And and we're gonna and we're gonna get into it as we go into Epictetus because he 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 quoted Epictetus in that special. He okay. says a philosopher named Epictetus said this, and you said and that's where it came from.
1: And, and you told me earlier you said you've you've heard this name, you know about him, mm-hmm. but you don't remember. Yeah. Right. I did.
0: Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm
1: interested. I'm intrigued yes. uh-huh. as to Epictetus here because, you know, I, I know of Oedipus,
0: but not yep. Epictetus. Yeah, Oedipus is a whole other whole Yeah, that's a different can, philosophy. That's a so different philosophy. No, pun intended.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what in blazes are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? I don't, I, don't I don't know. It's crazy. It's
0: totally crazy. So, uh, Epictetus was a, he's born 2,000 years ago. So, he was a philosopher. An ancient philosopher. Um, But he espoused Stoicism. So I don't know if you've ever heard this, we'll we'll address that view of philosophy just to kind of cover the the approach of it. Mm -hmm. So Stoicism is a school of Hellenistic philosophy founded by Zeno of Sidium in Athens in the early third century BC. It's a philosophy of personal ethics. Informed by its system of logic and it views that it views on the natural world. So according to its teachings, and I'll try and paraphrase without being very textbooks on this, as social beings, the path to happiness is found in accepting the moment as it presents itself by not allowing oneself to be controlled Hmm. by the desire for pleasure or by the fear of pain. So it's kind of like living in the moment. And I'm gonna that that that's a big A big uh, approach of a lot of self-help and a lot of therapy is is just living in the moment. Repeat those last two sentences that you just said. I will do that. According to his teachings, as social beings, the path to happiness is found in accepting the moment as it presents itself by not allowing oneself to be controlled by the desire for pleasure or by the fear of pain. Wow. Okay. That's a, and now
1: Deep thought. Yeah, it is. Deep thought Jack <laughs> Handy.
0: By, by Epictetus. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have to change it. We'll just make a new one. <laughs> um, wow, okay. So, so in I don't I don't, did you have philosophy class? Have you had a philosophy class? It's
1: been a long time.
0: I love philosophy class in yeah. school. People hated it. Well, the one part I didn't like is when I was an undergrad, it was a seven thirty a.m. class on Tuesday, Thursday. That, that's yeah. the one thing I didn't like. It was way what? too early for class. That's your fault. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. only at that point I, I needed it, and it was yeah, the only time man. it was available. You know how that goes. Uh, yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like my professor. If what, Mister Seifert? Huh. Yeah. Well, look at the professor pro- Seifert. Wow, you dug deep. That's for that. that's a long time ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so. Uh, philosophy is all about thinking and 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 ways ways to kind of analyze your your uh, the world mm-hmm. and meaning of things and and it, it it's I know a lot of it seems like ah uh, why do I need to know about that but but honestly everybody out there has a philosophy whether they know it or not right your belief system is a philosophy about the world mm-hmm that that's what it is. It's it's been developed in you over however many years you've been alive. So right. you everybody has a philosophy of it. Hmm. So anyway, that's what Stoicism is. So Epictetus again was born two thousand years ago. He he was a slave in a wealthy household. Um, so his owner, and I'm going to butcher this name, Epaphroditus. Okay. His owner gave him permission to pursue liberal studies. And that's how Epictetus discovered philosophy um, and, and found a teacher who la- who later became a mentor to him.
1: Oh, my goodness. Okay.
0: So later Epictetus obtained his freedom shortly after Emperor Nero's death and started teaching philosophy in Rome for nearly 25 years wow. after being a slave. Wow. Yeah. Because he – wow, okay. Yeah. So he found this philosophy teacher, became his mentor, and, and this intrigued him so much that he went into teaching it for 25 years. Um, so he he taught until Emperor um, I'm going to butcher a name again Domitian okay D O M I T I A N famously banished all philosophers from Rome. <laughs> yeah,
1: he giveth and yep. he taketh away. So yes.
0: Epictetus fled to Greece where he founded a philosophy school and taught there until his death. My goodness. So that was kind of his 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 teaching and, and his his discovery of what it was. So we're going to get into the the tenets of what, what his philosophy was but but i'm going to give you another name and, and this is a it's 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 fairly famous but not not that everyone would know who this is okay you might if you're a little bit older like me <laughs> um do you remember james stockdale i remember stockdale I, read, I well no i don't i'm thinking of something completely something different okay so james stockdale if you remember right when Ross Perot ran for president, Stockdale was his vice president candidate. Oh, okay. Now now yep, okay. Okay. And and I remember just cuz he was like this old grizzled war veteran. Right. Do you remember that? I do now. Yes. Yes. Thank
1: you for yeah, thank you for the reminder.
0: So so let me tell you a little story about Stockdale that's and, and follow this folks, it all ties in. But okay. but follow with me here. So Stockdale was a POW in Vietnam for 7 years. And he credited Epictetus for providing him with a framework on how to endure torture he was subjected to really? during those seven years in Vietnam. Can't, oh, wow. Okay, so apparently, yeah. apparently Stockdale was either a big reader or, or was into philosophy or, um, you know. Okay, so I'm going to go back to
1: uh, the, the Stoicism yep. piece there, right? Mm-hmm. By using one's mind to understand the world and to do one's part in nature's plan by not working together and treating others fairly and justly.
0: Yep. Right? Wow. That's wild. So, and I'll tell you, so let me tell you a little bit more about Stockdale's
1: his experience, accepting the moment as it presents itself, not yep. allowing oneself to be controlled by the desire for pleasure or the fear of pain. Yes, and a p- as a p and as POW wow.
0: being tortured, and yeah. that's why this ties in, and that's okay. why his story is, I, is so fascinating. I, I don't mean to get ahead of you, but that oh was, no, that, I love no, that you're good. On. So as stottdale would be confined in leg irons, he remembered that Epictetus also had a disabled leg. Okay which was probably broken by his master, although they don't know for sure. Mm. However, when Epictetus would say in regards to this, this, uh, this bum leg, mm-hmm. um, he would say, sorry, lost my place. Nope. Hang on there, folks. He would say, sickness is a hindrance to the body, but not to your ability to choose, unless that is your choice. <laughs> Lameness is a hindrance to the leg, but not to your ability to choose. Huh. Say, and I, I'm continuing the quote. Say this to yourself with regard to everything that happens. Then you will see such obstacles as hindrances to something else, but not to yourself. Wow. Yeah. Again, th- these are very philosophical type statements <laughs> <laughs> because it, it takes you a couple reads to kind of get what they're... And of course, it was written thousands of years ago. Right. That's the other thing. Right, it, right, it's, right. It's, you have to look at the context of when when this happened. So, so Stockdale again attributed this philosophy of thinking to him being able to endure seven years of being tortured in Vietnam. Wow, which which is crazy because I, and and I, I, I'll make a generalization here. I I don't know if I don't, and and I'm sorry, I don't know if James Stockdale is still alive or not. That's, Let me that's check. A good for question. You. Yeah, I'll check. So. So Stockdale, uh, again, was, was a war veteran, was in Vietnam, was, was tortured, and he just lamed he, he, he just used that philosophy of, his, I, I, I can't control what's happening. So I'm going to, I'm paraphrasing again, I'm going to make the best of my situation based on what I can think and how I act. Which are the basic tenets of Stoicism. Uh, Mr. Stockdale passed
1: mm. on July 5th of 2005. Oh, okay. So it's been a while. Yes. In, yeah. in uh, Colorado, okay. California. He was okay. born, actually, in December 23rd of uh, 1923. Oh, yeah. In uh, Abington, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Or Abingdon, sorry. Abingdon, Illinois. Wow. And his wife passed away the same year in 2005. Oh. Sybil. Sybil mm. Stockdale. Okay.
0: So let's get back to Epictetus. Yes. Um, he, he appears prominently in author Tom Wolfe's well-known novel, A Man in Full. I've not read that novel, but I know the author Tom Wolfe. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's another interesting connection on somebody we've talked about. Albert Ellis, the psychologist who founded rational emotive behavior therapy, was heavily influenced by the, by the philosophy of Epictetus. Hmm. And if you remember, we'll, we'll touch on Albert Ellis for a moment. He was the founder of Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy, which is the whole, and, and I'll, I'll paraphrase his approach to therapy, was that you're, you're th- you can change your thinking. You sometimes can't change your circumstances, but you can always change your thinking. That's what you have control over. Yes. So if you reframe it, and this hooks right in with hypnosis, if you change the thinking, it changes the feelings and the behaviors. It almost
1: changes the how your brain fires and and, and the way it thinks. You know, mm-hmm. the, you know, I, I am not a doctor in any way, shape, or form, but just in all honesty, just your. <laughs> you can play. I, a good, you play a good doctor, though. I, I, I look like it. I have handwriting like a doctor. <laughs> but that's the he just everything that you've been talking about today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just everything ties back to your happiness, and how do you get yeah. to that happiness? And and
0: what is happiness? Because yeah. we're. <clears throat> we're talking about philosophy, yeah. what, what, and that's a big question, and we're going to get into that. All right, good. Um, a little bit later, but yeah, what makes you happy? What What does that mean? Because mm-hmm. it's something different for everyone, <clears throat> and I think some people don't even know. I think that's I think that's the sad thing is that a lot of people don't know what will make them happy. They right. just know they're not happy. Right. Wow. What? Okay.
1: But it's just that whole, uh, you know, not allowing oneself to be controlled by the desire mm-hmm. for pleasure or the fear of pain. Or the fear of pain. Ah, mm-hmm. just that that That's just sticking with
0: me at the moment. So. Yeah, it's it's almost like one of those, like your head explodes. Uh-huh. It's like, wow, whoa. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, Alan checked in again. Oh, Alan.
1: I don't know what we're yelling about! He said, he said, stoicism is something I've read about the last few years. Oh, Tough nice. Tough to grasp, even more difficult to live by, but worth trying for sure. Along with the works of uh, Albert Camus, oh, stuff? nice. Yeah. Well, thank you for that,
0: Alan. Yeah, great input, Alan. Yeah. That's that. That's fantastic. I, I'm just I'm just glad that somebody knows what stoicism is <laughs> right off the bat.
1: He seems very. stoic. I, I'm sure a
0: lot of you listeners out there who've you've had a philosophy class or two, you've probably at least know that. But um, but yeah, it's, that's great. Thanks, Alan. It, that's great input. So, let let's. Okay, so we're talking about Albert Ellis and Epictetus' philosophy really drove the development of Rational Emotive Behavior Therapy. Okay. So here's the thing, and, and here's a couple of fascinating uh, or a fascinating fact about Epictetus. His influence came from word of mouth. Hmm. He, there's nothing, nothing exists that he actually wrote down, nothing physical. Really? Yes, there's, there's a, no records of his writing anywhere. Okay, it's through his student Arian that we have a written account of his lessons. So this is all secondhand, based on his student. Wow. So there are actually ever, no there there are no actual writings from Epictetus. Huh. Yeah, isn't that bizarre? To that is think? very bizarre. Even even being thousands of years ago, to have some kind of written or you right. know, however they would document it. Um. Wow. But it's all secondhand. Well, not
1: second, but it's from his student that learned from Epictetus that wrote yes. it all down, put right. it on paper. Right. right.
0: And, and honestly, you could probably say the same th- thing, uh, not to get off on a whole tangent on that, but I mean, you could probably say the same thing about the Bible. Wow. That right. it, was, it was written by people who witness right. things Correct. and pass on beliefs, you know, ideas, and I, beliefs. Yeah, yep, exactly. Um, wow. So, so, yeah, so, so the, the, whole, the whole approach here, and we're going to get into how, how and why is this important to you. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the big thing. You're thinking, okay, we're talking about this philosopher, his approach, and, and really we're going to get into some very specific details on that. Um, the big thing that to take away right now is that the whole, the whole idea is that you're, you're in charge of your own thinking, Mm-hmm. You're the one that controls your thinking. You may not be able to control your 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 situation, or what's happening, or what other people do, but you can control your thinking and your reactions to that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take that and we're going to add two, and I'm going to tell you some specific things that you can do, and and things that you can implement to kind of put this into action. Love it, and we're going to cover that uh, f- next episode as we do Epictetus Part Two. Awesome, yeah. Well, done. I, I'm so intrigued for to, yep. to learn more and kind of dig in, and and just say the word Epictetus because it sounds it's it's just it's fun to say. <laughs>
1: Those on Facebook you know, Live don't just go crazy. anywhere. Yeah, Facebook
0: Live people oh, stay. Good <laughs> for you. Yeah, Facebook Live people stay on. Those listening to audio, skip ahead a, uh, an episode, listen to part two, or if it's not up yet, subscribe. Yes. Or follow. Or connect. Or connect whatever no. it is on what? your podcast platform to connect to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Please do and leave a review. That would help me out greatly. Mm-hmm. And once that next episode hits, if it, if it hasn't hit yet, you'll get, it'll automatically it'll, get updated, uploaded to your device. It'll, it'll tell you, hey, yep. this is here. This episode's up and ready to roll. Got it. All right, folks, we will be back with Epictetus Part 2 and next episode. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.